Hey, David, do you know what is great about a tiny podcast audience? Uh, well, you don't need a lot of space to record them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, tiny David. podcast audience. Yes, you got it. Little people. I got yeah. it. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's get back to business now. A tiny podcast audience is awesome because they can become like family if you nurture them. And that tiny audience will become your super fans and help you to grow your audience by sharing your podcast with their friends. Oh, yes. You are yeah. so right about that. So today, we're going to be talking about how we can love on and nurture our tiny podcast audience. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. So last week, we interviewed Chris Kremitzos, the founder of PodFest Expo, which... By the way, is the largest pod podcast conference in the world. In fact, they hold the Guinness Book of World Records. So <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about. And during the interview, he said something, David, that you and I were really inspired by and found refreshing. It really stuck with us. What was it that? Did. Do you remember? He said, you're lucky if you get 10 downloads a show right now. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you look at those 10 downloads and you think, how can I love up on these people? How can I get those 10 to 15? How can I get those 15 to 20? And so on and so on. Mm -hmm. and that was so powerful. It was refreshing because yeah. too many times we hear people talking about their huge download numbers and they launched and they immediately got 1,000 downloads on day one of launch. And it can make most indie podcasters feel kind of bad because mm -hmm. when you launch, you don't have a huge audience, yeah. most of us. You, you feel like you're failing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that was really a refreshing way to look at your audience of nurturing this tiny podcast audience. So let's dig mm -hmm. into that a little bit more today. How do we take a tiny audience love on them and nurture them and grow that audience into a larger audience. And you and I discussed it and we found five really effective ways to grow mm -hmm. an audience. Yeah. So let's get started. Sounds good. First, uh, connect with listeners individually. This is something mm -hmm. we do very often for sure. We make it a point. When someone sends you a message about your podcast, find something out about them, ask them questions. Uh, it'll start to create a relationship between mm -hmm. you and that person. And that person becomes super powerful in your community. It kind of sends a, a message to them that they mean something to you. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they'll start telling their friends, hey, why don't you come and check out this podcast? The, you know, they really pay attention. They like what you're doing. And, and uh, it just really makes a lot of sense. 
We have so many great examples of that and we so do. many great examples of um, those people do become like family. Yeah. We're fortunate that a good number of our podcast audience are also our students and members of our membership community. So we really get to engage quite a bit with them, which I just think is lovely. We yeah. started with a small audience. It, we're just like everybody else, starting with a small audience. And um, we've really gotten to love on them and nurture them. We know about their families and their medical issues and the things they're celebrating and the things that make them sad. And it's really been a, just a beautiful way to connect with them for sure. It has been. Another thing that we found has been super effective is creating content in response to our listener feedback. Mm, so being like really responsive. People love feeling seen and heard. They do. Mm. And if somebody reaches out to us and says, hey, I'd love to hear you discuss this topic, we refer back to that listener when we create that topic. And so we found mm -hmm. that that's really effective. People absolutely love knowing that you are listening to them and you're referring back to them. Mm -hmm. Another that we noticed was to create an interactive social media space. This is one that I actually struggled with myself because I didn't really do a lot on social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram. And so I'm glad that we found people in our community that have been able to kind of help and guide me towards creating a better space because it definitely is needed. Mm -hmm. It's given us a great place to ask for opinions, to take polls and get feedback. I can't recall how many times specifically we've asked that we've put polls up for topics. And every time we do, we constantly get people engaging. Mm -hmm. And it shows that when we use those topics on our podcast, it shows that we're paying attention to what people are listening to. And it's just another way of creating that really close and, and tight community that people feel like your family. Mm -hmm. They do. And 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 then it, it fosters this, hey, here's a topic that I'm challenged with. This would be a great one for you guys to put on your podcast. And so then people really just start reaching out without us even prompting, which I love. I wanted to follow up on something else with the social media and, and building the strong social media. Mm -hmm. When new people follow you on social media, sending them that personalized response and thanking mm -hmm. them for the follow and welcoming them. This is something um, that I really do. Um, you are I, very good at that. Yeah. With Radical Audacity. Mm -hmm. I've told this story a bunch of times. I started that podcast and really didn't want anybody to know about it. Yeah. So you had zero listeners. Yeah. <laughs> zero followers. <laughs> I think I had four friends that I let them know. Uh, yeah. It was okay for them to listen. And um, I started a new Instagram account with literally zero. And I told nobody about it. So it wasn't like mm -hmm. I was really trying to promote it or anything. And then eventually I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for people to know about the podcast. I'm ready to start building a social media um, footprint here. And it, it was a challenge for sure to start getting that momentum going. And definitely every time somebody followed, I would give them a voice message back. Thank you so much for joining my community. I'm so glad you're here. If mm. there's a topic that you would like covered, I'd love to hear about it. And just starting that conversation with them in a personal 
voice message to every new follower, that really helped. So many of those people got back to me and were tickled pink. Wow, I can't believe you left a personalized (laughs) voice message. That's so great. And they would let me know some of the topics that they would like covered. So um, it was just really powerful. It's a great way to get your social media audience engaged and have them transfer over to your podcast audience as well. The crazy thing is, I think it actually gave you motivation to keep doing it. Yeah. It kind of worked both ways. Mm -hmm. It wasn't only helpful as far as growing your audience. It kept giving you fire to keep the podcast going and keep pushing to put episodes out. So I think that helps in in more ways than one. Definitely. Definitely. With that in mind, uh, number four is ask your listeners to submit questions to guests that are coming on. This mm. is something we were inspired by Hilary Russo, who yep. is going to be a guest, I think it's next week. We She's coming on Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. Yeah, She was a guest on Radical Audacity. She's brilliant at doing this. And I was really inspired by her. And so we started doing this as well. Um, I started doing it with Radical Audacity. And It's so fantastic. People will give their questions and then they love it when you ask them on air and say, hey, this person asked this question. And um, it's so fun for people to have their questions answered by your guest. Mm -hmm. It it gives them access to the people that that you have access to, Mm -hmm. which is because of the podcast that you get access to those people. So it's kind of like your shoe in, right? You've got, <laughs> I, yeah. I can talk to these people that I normally wouldn't have a chance of speaking with. So it's it's really neat. I think that definitely helps to make people feel more like it's their podcast also. It does. <laughs> in a way, it's... And I experienced that with Hillary because she had done that and said, hey, submit your questions. And I submitted a question and mm-hmm. she read it out on air. And here I am, podcaster with two podcasts. Between our two podcasts, we have, I don't know, 115 episodes out or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're behind the mic quite a bit. Our voice yeah. is heard quite a bit. And still, when she read my question to her guest, <laughs> I got a little thrill. I was like, oh, she just read my question and she said my name on her podcast. And yep. It was just really fun. And yeah. so um, it definitely is that way for our audience. Yeah. What's number five, David? Number five is to seek your audience out. Mm. This is actually, uh, it's a difficult one. Mm -hmm. It's something you have to invest some time in to really find places to do it. Um, Is there are social media forums that your listener engages in that you can become a part of and kind of reach out to people there? If you're into fishing, are there local events and things like that that people go to if if your podcast about fishing or Mm -hmm. sewing or anything like that, that, you know, people have gatherings you can go to those places and talk to the people that are there and mm-hmm. kind of engage with them and become part of their community at that point and bring that over into your podcast and start sharing your podcast with those people. Mm-hmm. Another thing you can do is to look for events or trade shows where your target audience may be. Mm-hmm. You can even go so far as to set up like a booth and even hold interviews right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's a great way of getting interaction between you and the community and people being interested in the podcast and letting it grow from there. In fact, I think even uh, Chris Kremitzos mentioned that on his, you know, when we had him on. Yeah. It's (laughs) just a great way of getting involved in your community and getting the people exposed to you for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. He definitely Mm -hmm. talked about that. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Another one is when you are in those social media forums and you're engaging with Mm -hmm. potential listeners, offer helpful advice. So like you said, if you're in a forum where it's 
art journaling, you know, and, and that's what your podcast is about, then <clears throat> how can you help people without being, you know, cringy? And yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to just drop your podcast link somewhere that's not helpful to people, but you can give helpful advice and then people are going to check you out and be like, wow, that was really helpful. They're going to interact with you. They probably will click on your name and go to your profile. And if your podcast is there on your profile, like, oh, this person has a podcast. That's really cool. They might DM you, mm-hmm. you know, so you can foster some relationships in that way in those um, forums. Yeah. All right. So once in summary, our five ways um, to nurture and love on that audience and grow them. Number one, connect with listeners individually. It just takes one, takes one super fan and man, you can grow your podcast audience. Number two, create content in response to your listener feedback. Number three, Create an interactive social media space. Number four, ask for your listeners to submit questions to guests that are coming on. Number five, seek out your audience. One thing that uh, we've recently started, we want to share with you guys. Uh, We began doing a podcast editing membership group. And this is because of our audience. Uh, Mm -hmm. Our audience has asked for help with the difficult parts of podcasting and editing is definitely one of those for many people. And it kind of frees up time and and space for them to be able to do what they love doing. And that is putting on their podcast. And so we've decided to uh, put this out there because our listeners requested it. Yeah. Our audience (laughs) talked and we listened. listened. So listeners, as you know, David has 20 years of experience as a professional dialogue and voiceover editor. So usually professional editors of his caliber are very, very expensive. Um, But we want to help you guys and we want to help you make the best podcast you possibly can. So we have launched the podcast editing concierge membership service to allow people to have access to professional editing at a really amazing price. Really, really amazing. amazing price. Yeah. Members even get a complimentary audio audit with myself, along with a complimentary branding marketing consultation with our team branding specialist. Check the link in the show notes to learn more about our podcast editing concierge membership. Have fun recording. Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. And please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, only if you really like the show. (laughs) (laughs) And come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard, and we would love to help you tell it. Don't say this part. Yeah, we're on to Mark. Should we do Chris first? We already did Chris. We're on to Mark. Did we do Chris? Oh. Chris has uploaded already. Really? Yes. Look at us go. I know. We're so good. (laughs) Now we just need to work on your memory. (laughs) With my tiny microphone.